This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unbox. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unbox or click the link down in the show notes. This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed Anniversary Blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Welcome to the Chromecast. The official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe Humphrey, and today I am only joined by Robbie Payne. Hey, what's up, guys? Gabe is under the weather. And so we told him to go home. We said yeah, we don't. We don't need. We don't, need <laughs> we don't no want. Flu we don't want your here. sickness around us. We have too many things going on. There's a lot of things happening today in the world of Chrome Unboxed. We have uh, a very big announcement coming out. I have hinted about it on this podcast before, uh, we but we're go ahead and announce it. Here. Yeah, we're doing a huge giveaway. We uh, we've done some giveaways in the past, and maybe you all have entered to win on those, but they're normally. You know, $100 range uh, stuff, you know, we've given away some keyboards and some uh, Google Homes and Chromecast and stuff like that. Uh, this this one's different. This one's a little different. <laughs> we we uh, are giving away some of those types of we things. We are giving away multiple of those things. Uh, so the way we're doing it, we are approaching 100,000 subscribers on YouTube, which is just... A little bit mind-boggling. Uh, I know there's a lot of channels with millions and millions of subscribers, but for us, we talk about Chromebooks and Chrome OS, and we've amassed 100,000 people that are interested in what we have to say about well, those not things. Yet, but we're getting close to yeah, that hopefully, goal. Hopefully, like in a month or so. Yeah, I don't know. I, Maybe I, this giveaway makes it go crazy, <laughs> and it happens like 
in a week or two. That'd be awesome. That would be insane. That would. Because I'm insane. excited to give this stuff away. Me too. Really this is stuff that uh, I would love to to get. I would love to enter to win, but we can't. Yeah, I said this, and, so. and you'll see this in the video <laughs> whenever the video goes live. Um, but th- this is stuff that I would I would enter a contest to win. Um, oh, I can't really say sure, that dude. of all the stuff that we that we give away. Not that it's not good stuff. Well, it's, it's just, just stuff like we already, already have it, or right. yeah, whatever. Um, so we're going to, we're going to do a three tier, uh, kind of step here. So at 90,000 subscribers, we're going to give away a handful of things, uh, some keyboards, a, uh, Google home, uh, like starter kit, uh, it's a little Google home mini and a smart bulb. I think yep. GE smart yep. bulb. Yep. Um, a couple other little things. And then for our 95,000, uh, benchmark, we are giving away a pixel four. Yeah. Not an accessory. It's a a flagship smartphone, which is really cool. And some accessories that come in the bag. Yeah. It's It's actually stuff we got from Google. Yeah, exactly. uh, Which is really awesome. And so we uh, we're gonna we're gonna pay it forward and we're gonna give it give it to one of you guys. So uh, really excited about that. And then for one hundred thousand subscribers, we are giving away a brand new in the box, sealed up, never been opened, Asus Chromebook Flip C four thirty four. Yeah, uh, arguably the best Chromebook of 2019. And uh, so Asus was really cool. Gave us one of those to give away. Like we just said, hey, look, we're doing a giveaway. This is what we're trying to do. You know, what do you guys think? And they they were super a Chromebook. Cool. Yeah, they were super <laughs> cool. Awesome. They were like, here, here's a Chromebook you can give away. And we were like, okay. We were kind of asking yeah. for that, but we didn't, I didn't necessarily expect that someone would, that any of these brands would do it. I didn't. I mean, we figured we'd ask just because. I mean, we, we obviously have a very niche market, and I know Asus sells other computers that aren't Chromebooks, so it's not like they're just a Chromebook manufacturer. And, right. But they've at least, you know, uh, I guess paid enough attention to what we do to know that, hey, this is something cool that they can participate in. And, right. Um, you know, it's good publicity for them as well. So, um, so yeah, we're just so we're just so excited. Uh, we've been going for I mean just a couple weeks now, getting all this together and getting graphics, and we've teased some of the graphics and some videos. We've uh, gotten some shirts produced uh, with Cotton Bureau. If any of you all were on Twitter and saw those, they uh, <laughs> they kind of leaked it on us, but. Uh, it was cool. I don't think we communicated with them. Like, no, hey, we didn't. We're, we're we totally did right now. Like, we totally didn't they tell thought, them. Hey, it's live, and we like and it was the just kind of funny. Yeah, it was kind of funny. It worked out, and I just I retweeted it and just said "Dinos on the Run" because uh, the the graphics that we did are all tied to the uh, Dino game uh, that will pull up in Chrome when you're offline, and uh, the high score that we have up there is 100k. So Dinos on the Run to 100k, and. Uh, yeah, we're really excited about this. It's a, a big giveaway for us, and it's a, a a way for us to just you know give back to you guys. I mean, if it we say this all the time, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to be a broken record here, but I mean, none of this would be possible without readers and listeners and subscribers, and and the YouTube milestone is just part of that growth that we've experienced. So this isn't limited to 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 just that crowd but to enter to win uh the uh youtube subscription entry is going to be worth a lot more than the other ones so uh if you're already subscribed you can still enter to win on there um so when we put this out i don't know that the it'll be live uh so when you're listening to this it'll if be, you listen it'll to be it, close yeah it'll be like later on today or maybe tomorrow so uh, so today's the 21st of february so it might be today later today or tomorrow we're not sure we we still 
it's two o'clock and we are podcasting and we yeah, uh, usually we're done with this before lunch yeah on Friday. so yeah. a lot of stuff going on a lot of things going on so uh yeah just stay tuned stay tuned on the website um and uh yeah i appreciate any of you all who are already subscribed and if you're not subscribed uh go get subscribed and uh enter to win our giveaway and you could and uh, you can maybe win some of this awesome stuff yeah and share it because the faster we get to those numbers the faster we start giving stuff away exactly it's a it's a interesting little scheme we've put together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited, man. This is uh it's 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 so much fun. This has been so much fun. It's been a lot of work, but gosh, it's so much fun. It's, yeah. it's so weird. I mean, we we were just talking right before we sat down. We were like, man, it's such a busy day. But uh, the quote unquote busy day that we have is still just super fun. Yeah, uh, it's a bunch and, of cool stuff. And we are it's a bunch of stuff, but it's a bunch. It's of cool a bunch stuff. of stuff, but it's cool stuff. So. Let's dig into some Chrome OS news. Enough of that. Um, hopefully, uh, you all know what we're doing now. <laughs> the, yeah. the word is out. So um, we're going to dig into some Chrome OS news, and we have some fun um, kind of device updates that I want to dig into. We haven't talked through these lately, and we have some more news about them. So uh, we thought for the first segment of today's podcast, wanted to talk through new Chrome OS devices. What's new in Chrome OS? Yeah, and it's not, uh, you know, we don't leave device announcement stuff out on purpose or, like, try to avoid it. But in general, once a device shows up and we're like, hey, this is a thing and here's what it's going to be, there you go. That, that, that's it. That's it. There's not much else to say until yeah. it comes out. Um, so, like, post-CES, there hasn't been a whole lot of new devices show right. up or anything. It's not like there's been new, there's been, you know, the landing page here or whatever that that kind of stuff show up. But, you know, this is... Uh, some some cool breaking news, at least a little bit around a couple devices and some new features and some features that we that look like they were going to be a thing and aren't then, a thing. Then weren't. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's some stuff that we've uh, been tracking and can't wait to see. And uh, it's coming up. It's coming up soon. Uh, we're we're going to be getting our hands on this stuff like yeah, for real, I not know, in a yeah, not like, in a CES setting yeah, or anything. Like, actually, have it. Um, so Let's, yeah. First start, step. start with the Galaxy because that's one that uh, I would say, I would say five to ten people a day ask on social media when the Galaxy Chromebook is being announced. Yeah, so and we now, have a date. Yeah, there's a date, uh, and I don't know how firm this date is. Uh, it, it could move a little bit because ultimately this is a, a listing finally showed up on Best Buy. So before it was just a sign up page, like sign up to be alerted when it shows up. Uh, that is. It's still that's still there technically. If you go and search Samsung Galaxy Chromebook, you can still find that sign up page. It could be gone by now, but uh, it was still there just the other day. But it has I don't want to say been replaced, but you know there's there's finally now an actual listing for the device. So if you go search Samsung Chromebooks on Best Buy, you, you'll see the Samsung Galaxy Chromebook. It's listing expects it's just coming soon, so you can't like add it to your cart yet. But it does say uh, expected delivery date, I think, or expected availability of April six. Yeah, I think it says availability. Maybe you can pull it up over there. But um, yeah, I mean, I they had they had said uh, spring. Um, yeah, and, and they it, said at see as they said late. Yeah, late it's, March. Right. So it, I was like kind it, of expecting. So I was like. Uh, you you just never know with these Chromebook announcements. No. It's like, is it going to be March or are they considering June spring? Right. <laughs> you know, so late March is kind of what they had said. And it seems like they're going to be pretty close to that. So good yeah. on them. So, so Best Buy is showing 4 6 and it says release date. Is oh, the, release date. Okay. So that's that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so Chromebooks in general don't get 
like hard release dates. Yeah. We don't get these dates on them. Like a lot of big name devices, you know, they'll get up on stage and they'll talk about it and then they'll go, this will be available at all, blah, 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 and this date. And it's usually a week or two out from the announcement. Chromebooks don't get that kind of treatment. The Pixel Books and the Pixel Slate did. Uh, actually, the Pixel Slate got delayed too, like they said later this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the Pixel Book Go and the Pixel Book both got dates and they stuck to those dates. But it's it's not like phone releases no, at all. No, um, all. specifically like the Asus. Uh, we I think we I think we didn't talk about it last week. It was on the website last week, but um, it was delayed. I don't know, a couple weeks. They were shooting for early March. Is no, 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 I'm sorry. They had that that listing that showed up on Amazon for like two days, and it it showed an availability of February 24th. And so we got in touch with our Asus rep. They said, I don't "Yeah, know that, if we talked about this. Did we talk about this? I don't week? think we talked about it. It was okay. on the website. So it, it was, it showed up. Um, and this is the the, uh, the 436. Uh, yeah. So the the new Asus flagship. So it showed up on Amazon. The reason it showed up is uh, what they said was. An excessive number of searches for on Amazon for it uh, triggered Amazon to go ahead and be like, "Cool, make it live." I guess they have which, an algorithm that does which that. Which seems so stupid. weird. I don't think that's uh, a if, thing. If but that's maybe really it is. a thing, but that's what that's what the ASUS rep said happened. Um, so it showed up. They pulled it down. But she did confirm to me that all of the info in that post, like that's a legitimate post. It wasn't or a legitimate listing. So it wasn't like some fake listing or a placeholder. Like all of the info was right. Um, pricing and all that kind of stuff. So that was cool to know. It, it said very clearly February 24th was going to be its release. I mean, heck, that would be, uh, what, three days from now, which would be awesome. Uh, but they did confirm later with me that it would be mid-March before mm-hmm. we'll see it. So um, it it'll still looks like it's still going to get out probably to some people, availability a little bit before the Galaxy Chromebook. I thought they would kind of have a win in their corner getting out like a full month ahead of it. Um, because ultimately it's it is going to be a tough competition between the two but i don't know i kind of feel like the galaxy chromebook is just a better device overall um yeah but you're gonna pay for it uh yeah because the the equally priced uh flip is uh better outfitted um in most way like internally um it's got a uh, double the storage and I think double the RAM. I think mm-hmm. the the 999 one is going to be 16 gigs of RAM and mm-hmm. 512 gig storage, same processors across the board. But then the Samsung gets the 4K AMOLED display versus a 1080p display, which the 1080p display looked good at CES, but yeah, it, looked great. Not, it did not look anything like that Galaxy Chromebooks looks. And um, it's it, a different type of screen. I mean, you just, yeah, you're just, just going to have level. to see it. And uh, I, we tried to get footage and the, area that we were filming for the samsung was hot garbage yeah so super shiny bright lights well and then the the other area where we got we ended up getting some additional footage out in like the foyer area or whatever you would call that and uh even that was like it was like super super, yellow yeah it was real dim like such a hard contrast between the footage in there that was like straight up blue and then right and then the yellow anywho it was hard to get footage of that screen, but it looks so good in person. I mean, it's almost like mesmerizing. Like you almost feel like you're looking into the screen. I know that sounds super weird, but that's what it's like. Yeah, um, and honestly, you just don't see AMOLED screens that large normally. I mean, you, you have OLED TVs. Um, that's the closest thing you could compare it to when you go to Best Buy and you look at TVs and then you have the OLED ones. So Black or, is pure yeah. black. Yeah, and it yeah. just it looks great on that size of screen. Uh, it looks great on a Chromebook. So you know the advantage goes obviously in display category to the Samsung. I 
I prize the stowable stylus because mm-hmm. it's out of the way until I need it. Um, but there's some stylus news for the Asus. That's as right. Well. That's so, right. Let's let's talk about that real quick. And then I want I have one other thing we need to talk about with the Galaxy. But the uh, 436 we. Um, found over on about chromebooks yeah, uh, kevin so kevin 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 to over there uh, uh f- f- i don't know where he found that it's on the, i think it's on the landing page okay but he's good about going and looking through some Digging of that stuff. stuff yeah um and so the user it's manual like manual yep yeah it was yep. there and, and there's nothing in it that's surprising um it's just a user manual but at the very end of it like one of the last pages showed this little clip a magnetic clip that will go over the sd card slot that's a pin clip thing uh, for the and it says for the ASUS USI stylus, so it tells us a couple things. That means, I mean, and we knew that ASUS was making a USI stylus, but clearly, you know, that's it. They put it in the manual, like it's it's definitely a thing. So hopefully, it shows up alongside the Chromebook. But it's unclear uh, what this clip is going to do. You can't tell from the little drawing whether it's a pin loop or if it's like a clip. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, if it's a clip, why not? Why not build? At least Asus, I get like a make a clip for you know a generic USI sure, stylus, sure. but for Asus' it's his own, thing, yeah. put a magnet in there, give it a flat side, do a surface pen type thing, and just let it stick yep. to the sides. So we I, have uh, we have a Surface Go that we purchased for some testing, and that's what it has. And it's not the best; it's not the perfect solution. No, but it's really well, good. But it's really good, and it's like. Well, I guess that I guess the perfect solution depends on whether you want a big stylus or a little stylus. And if yeah. you want a big stylus, this is a pretty good solution. I've got um, I've got your solution, so, by the way. Okay. What? Oh, this is the uh, right a, solution. A, a little loop that you glue onto the back yeah, of your yeah. Pixel Book. Exactly. That was it. That was the right solution. No, that's the opposite of what <laughs> a, I'm going to say. A fabric, a little piece uh, of fabric, felt. It junk. was felt basically, and it, and it looped around. They were like, "Oh shoot, we need to figure we out how totally to." Totally didn't even think about uh-oh, where to put the uh-oh, pen. Uh oh, people went to put the pen somewhere. Jimmy, glue Jimmy, on a loop. Jimmy, get your loop out. Jeez. Yeah, he uh, had made it in like arts and crafts class. <laughs> Mass you know, produced one, that thing. Yeah, they're, they're, it was like it was like one of the engineers' son, Jimmy. <laughs> he, he Boy, was, what'd you do with that? Yeah, yeah. Jimmy, give me that, give me that loop you made, buddy. <laughs> Daddy forgot to do his homework. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, no, that is not that is not the right choice. Um, what I think everyone should do is whether it's USI or. I don't. I don't really understand the departure from EMR, uh, which is the type of stylus you would see in the Samsung and all the Samsungs actually. Uh, and artists all prefer EMR. Um, I'm not sure what the purpose is. I know there's some certain things with AES stylus, the ones that have batteries in them that mm-hmm. you can do stuff with the buttons and stuff. Maybe that's the the whatever. But Maybe. if even if they do a USI little stylus, do a small stylus that can stow into the device. And is useful for, hey, I forgot my stylus, but I've got this, and I'll use it real quick. And then go buy a stylus or offer a stylus that goes with that device. It's in your bag. That's the bigger one. Yeah. And you can get a clip, and it's an external yeah. thing, and that's, hey, that's, you want that. Have the best of both worlds. Like, I, I just think the large stylus that doesn't have a good home, I mean, I think Apple's doing a pretty good job with the with the Pro, the, the iPad Pro, yeah. and Microsoft's doing the same thing. Like that's a pretty good. I think it's like a seventy-five percent solution. Yeah, here. Like I would it's, agree. It's good. It, it it doesn't seem like it's gonna fly off, but it wouldn't take much to go sliding it in your bag or something, and it come off Pop there, off. and then you grab it out for a meeting, and you're in the meeting, and like, oh man, my yeah. pen's not here. Yeah, you know, the stowable stylus fixes that that issue. Um, if you're even concerned about a stylus to begin with, so 
for me, if I'm going to have one, I really want... You, you'll take the Galaxy approach. Yeah, I want Stowable. the one that's there for emergencies. Because you're and not using it on a day-to-day basis. No, but if I were even, this is EMR, I can go to Best Buy and buy a $40 yeah. bamboo EMR stylus and have a big, nice pen if, I, if that's my thing. Like, I have mm-hmm. that option. So, again, I'm... I like the idea of USI stylus. I, I think that's great. I want everything. It'd be nice for stylus to be one thing. Like you get a stylus and you use it on whatever. It's just like I use a mouse. A mouse is a mouse. Done. Doesn't matter. Uh, but ultimately, I, I think having that option is the better way to go. I, w- I would agree with that. Yeah. I just, I think it's a, it's a weird thing. Uh, styli, <laughs> I guess you would say. Styli with, uh, um, Computers as an input method uh, has been around for a little while. I mean, you know, oh, yeah. it, it's been a thing, but it's it's like we're in this weird phase right now. And obviously, Apple coming out with their Apple Pencil. Yep. You know, believe, I mean, whether we want to believe it or not, they they lead the charge on some of these things. And yep. so now we're starting to see all these pens everywhere. And where do they go? And how do we use them? And what standard is there? And that's USI is coming in now. And so can I buy this one? It's like all this stuff. And so it's a it's weird, take it's a, a little while. Yeah. So. It's a weird thing that I think will get worked out, but I agree with you. I like the galaxy pen, the S pen, whatever they call it in the device. It's there when I need it. I don't, I literally, I, I think I've used the pixel slate, you know, they still call it the pixel book pen. Right. <laughs> Great naming, but it's, it's the midnight blue. It matches the slate. Right. It's, it's just called pen. the pixel book pen. And uh, I think I've used it a handful of times. I take it to meetings every now and then. If I, and it I, works I, well. It's, it's great. Not, oh, yeah, it's, it's not it's like, a, oh, it doesn't work. It's just, I just don't, I, it doesn't have anywhere to go. And I'll just end up leaving it on my desk or in the bag, whatever. Anywho. Yep. So um, one other quick thing with the Galaxy. Um, there's been some news and maybe you've read this online. Maybe you've read it on our website. Uh, there was a rumor that there would be an LTE and an even, LTE version. Not even a rumor. I mean, it was, it was on, on the page. So as part of this whole thing, it showed up at Best Buy. It also, the the Galaxy Chromebook also got a like Samsung landing page, whereas before it was a sign up for, you know, when this is going to be available. Mm-hmm. But now it's got a full landing page. And if you go into the specs, it says connectivity, LTE. Like it was very clear. It was put there. And so. Uh, somebody Somebody messed up. Yeah, completely. <laughs> or just guessed or something. I don't yeah. know. Like I just I never understand how some of this stuff works. Like how does that happen? Yeah. Seriously. Well, it's like but we've we've talked about this before. You think that these companies are these well super organized, all this, and it's like in reality you have these separate teams working on these separate things and they're all trying to get it all to come together and everything kinda halfway comes together for launch and it's not as pretty as we imagine it no. to be. So no, somebody messed up. Um, and uh, yeah, how did we figure out that it wasn't a thing? I think uh, somebody reached out to remember. Android Police, maybe. Mm. Uh, some One of the uh, bigger tech blogs, uh, Samsung, reached out and was yeah. like, no, hey, this isn't true. a thing. Um, so I'm curious now that you say that. Uh, let's see. Oh, is it still on the page? Is that what you're looking for? Yeah, I'm going to go to their page yeah. and see if it's still there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What I don't would be know. fun did, is if it's like. Hey. Do you want? Do, did you? Were you excited about LTE? Not really. See, that's that's was exactly cool. my thought. I, I was cool. like, have it there maybe as an option, but people are talking about this like it's a huge deal. I'm like, what? Okay. I mean, I guess I get it. Like people that are out and about. How often people are like, oh well, I can't use a Chromebook because because uh, uh, I can't get anything done uh, if I'm not on the internet. Well. 
go to any office building when the internet goes down and see how many people leave. Right. Watch watch all <laughs> this, of it just shut down. Yeah, like, everyone oh, everyone do does everything on the internet. So guess what? Like your your laptop can operate in the internet as well. Yeah, so they're landing in the page. internet. What did I just say? In the inter in the webs. So they're they've actually taken almost all of the info off their landing page. Now. Oh wow. So I think the landing page probably went up before it was supposed to, I bet. So now at least before whoever it was, just whoever a it was that, that pushed it to Best Buy did the same landing page, yeah. some marketing so, firm maybe. <laughs> so there's the there's a picture of it, uh, a quick little description and four little panels. These were all there uh, before, but there was a whole long landing page. All of it's gone now. So there's wow. no tech spec section. It's all gone. Wow. So it might be worth yeah, throwing somebody. that out there on the internet now. Yeah. Um, but Expect clearly the there is no LTE um, right. which, option, which is not honestly surprising. Like, they were very clear at CES, like, this is the model. They didn't even say there was going to be multiple models. Like, this nope. is the Chromebook. Boom. This is it. Does Athena um, have anything to... N- there's there's no spec for Athena with connectivity, right? No, you don't have to have LTE. Right. No. And so if it were that big of a deal, if a lot of people wanted it, which Intel said, they went and found what users actually want, and they put together Project Athena based on that. Right. So it tells me if LTE was not included on that list, it's not that big of a deal, and most people probably don't want it. Yeah, I, That's, I don't see. know. I don't know. Maybe people do. Maybe, yep. maybe so people are more So looking at that Project in Athena it. spec, optional LTE connectivity. There we go. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, that that would be my guess, is that they're looking at this and just going like, and not many people yeah, use it. some people are going to pick that up, but ultimately, especially with Chrome OS's ability to use your Android phone to, to, to yeah. hotspot, I mean, that, that's it's a pretty simple work around basically for not having LTE. Um, it, it, w- it would be a nice option, I think, sure. but yeah. uh, and maybe down the road they'll, they'll upgrade and, and give a few different options. They could easily do that. But for right now, I think for launch, it seems pretty clear. It's, yeah. This is the galaxy Chromebook period. There is no, no other options. So there we go. Those are the two, uh, two devices. I mean, those are the two main ones we've been talking about here on this podcast, or if you go check out the website, uh, it's what we write, write about a lot because they're two very uh, premium flagship devices that are coming out around the same time. And yeah. they were both announced at CES. And so uh, these are these are two devices that we are extremely excited about. Yeah, it's kind of like the next, like the next generation. It's the next phase, yeah. you know, it's the next phase. So, so it'll be interesting. I can't wait to get the, either one of them in. Uh, and just on a daily basis, be using them to kind of just see. Yeah, it's like, gonna it'll it'll be definitely your daily driver. Uh, we'll see how many we can get our hands on uh, as far as review units. I would imagine you'll probably just go buy one if I had to guess. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, You're not gonna wait for anyone to send us one. You want your own. You want to own it. Yeah. yeah. So like Asus has been pretty clear with us that they you know they'll get review units at some point. You know they're not doing a real yeah. hard release and all this kind of stuff. So yeah. I mean if it pops up on Amazon, likely before review units start going out, we will go. We'll go buy one. For and sure. for those of you who are wondering, uh, we don't have like these. Uh, VIP hookups with all these companies and they're like constantly sending us stuff like we a lot of times go buy devices uh, yeah. that's Especially how we got with started Chromebooks because with Chromebooks man it's, uh, yeah. the, the release cycles and the review cycles are so lax with them um, it's not like when Samsung does the S20 launch like they're getting those things into the big name reviewers early no one will have this Chromebook early from Asus it won't just be like oh well you know the Verge got it and we didn't get one like they had them they would give them to us but it gets lost in the shuffle because it's a chromebook you exactly. know it's it's not as important to them to get those things out and that's understandable so 
we kind of take that into our own hands. Now, I do think the the Galaxy Chromebook will will probably have a very specific because they even said with the ASUS like they're not even putting an embargo. There's not going to be a just going to be like here it is. So whenever it shows up, shows up. So but you, I, you think the Galaxy will have a little bit Galaxy, more fanfare? Yeah, my bet would be in a few weeks we'll probably get an email. We'll we'll get a review pack and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And um, like Google does a good job with that. They'll they usually oh, give yeah. us their devices a couple of weeks early. Let us spend time and then have a review embargo out. Um, right. But all that stuff takes, yeah, Google. Oh, Google. All, that stuff all takes, uh, you know, it takes time and it takes effort and it takes right. planning and all that stuff. And so if, if you don't think that your device that you're doing that, all that stuff for <laughs> is worth all that time, right. then, then there's no point yeah. in doing it. Like yeah. Asus sees, you know, like they, they've, they saw for lease devices. I mean, heck, the 425 and 433 showed up just out of nowhere out of the blue and and they realize like they can make good chromebooks and people like us are going to go tell everybody about them so what you know is it really worth making a big deal out of it you know worrying about embargoes and all that stuff or just get the thing out to the market and let it go yep yep yeah so we'll see we'll see uh more more info coming soon i mean these things are Right around the corner. Yeah, so, can't wait. Tuned. And then right after that, we'll see the Lenovo tablet. That's can't right. Can't wait for that one either. That's like, right. I'm super excited about that. We one. don't have any info on that, right? There's no other, and we haven't seen anything about that. Did, did they tell there. us a release date? They didn't even tell they us a release. Said May. Did they? Yeah. So yeah. So no date. Um. So let's switch gears to a non Chrome OS item that we are very excited about. I'm super stoked on it. I cannot oh wait. Gosh. Cannot wait to have the Google Pixel Buds. These was, are. Uh, I was telling my wife um, just last night. Actually, we were we were talking uh, about some, you know, Chrome Unbox stuff, and oh, she said she said I saw the story that you wrote about the Pixel Buds, and I was looking. You didn't put a link on where to go buy them. I was like, well, you didn't really read the article then because they're, <laughs> they're not available yet. Um, I love you, but <laughs> yeah, um, but she uh, she was like, I, I would have gotten those. Our anniversary was yesterday, eleven years, and congrats she, by the yeah, way. Thank you. Uh, and she, she said like, I would have, I wanted to go buy those for you and, and have them for you. And I was like, well, rest assured when, when they are available, they will be purchased <laughs> by our bank account immediately. So, yeah. Um, but, uh, which was a sweet gesture, but, uh, they got us talking about them and I was kind of yeah. recounting my reaction. Cause I've kind of forgotten until this article came out and yeah, I haven't really thinking I, about it. I'd kind of been like, Oh yeah, they're coming in the spring. Like every once in a while I'd think like, Oh, I can't wait to get those. Or I'd put a pair of cheap earbuds in or whatever. And, and think, man, I'm, I really hope the, the galaxy or the galaxy. Jeez. I hope the, it's in front of my face here. <laughs> get, um, get galaxy buds. Those are yeah. different. Those are out. Yeah. Those are out. Um, there's something. Um, but yeah, like hoping that these things are going to deliver, you know, my expectation is through the roof, honestly, at this point for them. Uh, but I was recounting to her the, the experience of sitting at the Google event and knew, like we knew nothing about these. Everything else was leaked out pretty much ahead of time. But we knew that there was probably going to be something like this. I remember they, Hiroshi had put out, yeah. uh, like, here's my, you know, the list of things, the list that of he things wanted. I would love to yeah. see. Like he was clearly alluding to these, these earbuds. And so we thought, well, we'll see something. And when they started showing, remember they spent, I mean, that clip was probably five to seven minutes long. Oh, remember yeah. Remember all the behind the scenes and all the time showing they spent. Showing how they and, made it. And, and, and all the things they thought about when they, and I was just like, oh my God, these things look 
amazing how this maybe and i remember i don't remember if gabe or joe was next to me i was like dude what if this is like the take-home gift yeah you know like i would be so excited if we got to walk out of here with these earbuds these look they they do everything i want them to do the case is small they look awesome they look like they're gonna be comfortable yeah everything all the stuff i want and then they got done with all of it and they said we cannot wait for you to experience Pixel Buds yourself coming in spring of 2020. And I swear it the felt crowd, like someone kicked me the, the right crowd in the went, junk. Uh, like yeah. you could hear people in the crowd like, oh, It just bummer. zapped the room. Like I, the, <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, I, it was a gut punch. I was so upset. Like I couldn't focus on anything for the next few minutes because I was like, are you kidding me? Like you just Why? did that? Why would you do that? Yeah. Just save them. Don't like, even announce them. Or lead with it. like, hey, we're developing these things for the spring of 2020. Let's look at them. You know, <laughs> like don't get me so excited about a product. Like, like oh my God, I'm going to go in here and listen to these things. It's going to be great. And it was so, oh man, it was the worst. And it's not like available later this year because everything else, hey, you know, it's going to be out in the next couple of weeks. This wasn't like, hey, this will be out by Christmas. Like we're talking like next year. We're talking six months, six months down the road. That's, ugh. Hurt. Ugh. It hurt a yeah. little bit. I, I, I do not like product launches like that. Don't show me something and put that much effort into video and, and hyping something up and making like, it look so amazing like, and then tell me it's going to be available like way down the road. I'm why sorry. Didn't, why tech, didn't you all just, just do an, announce these at IO? Right. <laughs> I, it was, well, whatever it was, it was painful. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, was painful. So yeah, I've been waiting for these and they showed up at B and H for like a day. Um, B and H had a listing. Uh, it said, no, it actually, for a little bit, it allowed a pre-order. People were able to place pre-orders. Um, and then they changed it to coming soon and then they just took the whole thing down. So that's not saying for sure that they're going to show up like next week or anything, but usually when stuff like that leaks out, it's an oops, just like whatever happened with Samsung. It's a team people, whatever, somebody got the wrong memo or just wasn't thinking like, you know, we had to put things in place on our website to not accidentally auto publish stuff. You know, like every once in a while, you'd be in the middle of an article and go to save it and accidentally hit the publish button and there went out this article that didn't have a title and no featured image and, you know, misspelled words. And it's like, oh, no, 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 no. You know, it's it's easy to accidentally publish stuff on the Internet. And so um, someone was in there working on the listing and was adjusting the description and went to save it and clicked publish. Right. And so seriously, that happens all the time. Yeah. So likely uh, it means that we should see it soon. Uh, we should see the Pixel Buds show up soon. Um, and, and earlier this year, people had thought like, well, they'll release them at I.O. And it's like, there's no reason to wait for I.O. to release something you've already basically un- unveiled. I mean, we got hands-on with them and stuff. We couldn't listen to them. But like the, the physical product was already done back in October. So, yeah, I mean, they've just been tweaking it and stuff like that and deciding when to get it out. So and there's no need to wait till May for this. And they've so, already passed through all the Bluetooth certification yeah, they, they and everything. The Bluetooth so. SIG, what, a couple of weeks ago. So, I mean, it highly likely, highly likely we're going to see them sometime in March would be my bet. So super excited please, for that. Please, Super excited. I can't wait. The minute they're available, I'm buying them uh, 100%. So, yeah. Um, let's take a quick break for an ad and we will be right back. This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. We recommend the service and we use NordVPN because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device. Whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord. 
N-O-R-D. Welcome back, everybody. Um, we're, we're not done with like device announcements and things. Not that this next thing is a device announcement exactly, but it would be cool if it were. <laughs> yeah, and we've thought that yeah. for a long time. So I, I've actually been shot down so many times on this idea that I've just accepted the fact that it's like not a thing. You've just given up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no matter what the evidence might say or, yeah. Well, so let's dig into this for just a second. You um, have discovered some code in the repository hinting at uh, Chrome OS being used on some smaller screen sizes. Yeah. Which led us to Chrome Phone. Right. It's a Chrome Phone. <laughs> Chrome Phone. Um, so, yeah, um, we've talked about this more in a... Um, in the past more as a concept or an, an idea that if somebody did this, it would be really neat. Like think about the idea and it really started happening. The conversation started really coming about when Android apps became a thing on, on uh, Chromebooks and fuchsia. Yeah. Andromeda. Fuchsia, yeah. Just, there's so many just things about like, Oh, it's all going to be one thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's going to be that at all anymore. Uh, it's a hundred percent. Chrome OS is going to stay a thing. And I, even if this were to be a thing, I don't think this is something Google is going to do to say, hey, we're doing this instead of Android. Um, at best, it would be just a, a conceptual thing that they would try and see how it goes. But the idea being uh, you have a device that runs Chrome OS. Uh, Chrome OS now has support for LTE and 3G. and um, Chrome OS has the ability to run Android apps pretty well i mean at this point the, the the biggest issues we all have really with with android apps on chrome os is the ones that just don't lay themselves out well in in tablet mode um and there's a handful of games or something that you know that it seems like what they're doing is uh checking to see what the device is and then just borking themselves like call of duty call of duty installs just fine you go through all the setup stuff just fine and then all of a sudden it just it turns off it's almost like, oh, it's checked. It knows it's a Chromebook, and they've decided we don't want it running on Chromebooks right now. Whatever. That Some of that stuff are hurdles that go away with screen size. It's hurdles that go away when there's not a keyboard or whatever attached, you know, whatever. But those couple instances aside, this idea is more realistic, I think, now than it's ever been that you could have a phone that runs Chrome OS that... Um, can also run Android apps that doesn't have to really switch between the two. Like earlier, I think some of the, the thoughts we had around it was like a dual booting situation. Like when you plugged it into the, the monitor dock thing, then it would, you know, flip into Chrome OS mode. But right now, I mean, you can, you can resize most of the elements in Chrome OS right now to a small size and everything's fine. Like some of the things would have to be reoriented. Um, you would have to rethink, um, you know, the, what, where's the taskbar go? Uh, but even then, you see some of that on um, smaller tablets and stuff like that. You see it has to be dealt with. And so it would be a matter of them you know, moving a couple of those things around. But ultimately, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. I mean, heck, we're even seeing on tablet mode the swipe up to go home, like all the stuff that's there for Android. All these things are coming together, 4G support, uh, really good Android support, where this could be a conceptual thing that they could mess with. I, I, I really don't want to go on record saying that Google's making a Chrome phone of any sort. Um, I already tweeted it. I just, I just tweeted it, bro. <laughs> it's happening. It's real. Come on. Um, 
But what is happening, what we've seen, and some of the people that have looked at this that normally would just be like, look, take a you know dose of reality with this. This isn't happening. I've looked at it and gone, huh, yeah, that is that is weird. Um, this device that we've been tracking called Bubs is built off of Trogdor, which is a Snapdragon Chromebook Trogdor. <laughs> it's Joe's favorite board. One of my favorites. Um, and we've talked about this in the past, back in December, I think, is when we talked about Snapdragon, what's going on. But two years have gone by since Cheza started development yeah. uh, it was an 845 based so 845 is what's the snapdragon 845s in the pixel 3 so it's it's been developed for that long um and then it seems like they've kind of just gone away from the idea of putting a phone chip in a chromebook and now they're probably going to use what we assume is going to be the 7c so they've got three new compute chips from uh qualcomm 7c 8c and then the 8cx and so for instance, the 8CX, a variant of that that's made for Microsoft is what's in that Surface Pro X, that big, nice Surface Pro they have that runs on ARM. Anyway, all that to say, we've been keeping an eye on these, and Trogdor is based on the SC7180, which we've uncovered, and like, it, it's all signs point to that's the 7C. They just haven't come out and said that, and they don't need to. Uh, if that's the name of the, the thing in, in the repositories or whatever, that's what they use. And so... We've been tracking Trogdor, and there's nothing odd about it at all. Well, Bubs has gotten some attention here lately, and one of the things is they put the DTSI file out, which uh, shows a lot of things with, with ARM processors. Uh, ARM's kind of just wide open. Like, you, you, in general, have to tell ARM processors what to do for everything. So an Intel chip comes in and says, hey, here's how our... Uh, video things work and here's how audio works and so route your os to work with these things whereas arm chips are like whatever you want what what you know if you want this uh display add the display to the to the firmware you know if you want this whatever add this to the firmware well so you get to see all the displays that get added you get to see all this stuff and so they added a very specific display did a little research and turns out that that display is a six inch uh, QHD plus screen. So, um, again, I'm throwing so many technical terms out here. It's, it feels ridiculous, but, uh, uh, 1080p plus basically, um, I'm trying to think of a phone right off the top of my head that, that, um, like the, the pixel three, a, uh, right. really close to the resolution here. And so a lot of phones now are having these like 18 by nine, 18 and a half by nine, 19 by nine. So we're getting quote unquote larger screens that, don't feel that much larger because they're they're not the 16 by 9 aspect ratio we had in phones for such a long time. Because ultimately what happened is people figured out, oh, this is as wide as a phone's going to be before it feels ridiculous. And I think the Nexus 6 probably pushed that barrier. <laughs> it was a 16 by 9, but it was a 6.3 inch yeah. 16 by 9 phone. You start getting Massive. into that, that size, like it that starts, the, it's wide. What do they call those? Phablets or whatever? Yeah. That's, but I mean, technically all our phones are fall into a phablet category now, yeah. but... Um, and so anyway, so phone makers, instead of going both wider and taller with the screens to make it larger, they're just going taller. Um, and I think like Samsung has pushed the boundary as far as it's gone so far, like 20, 20 point something by nine. So, I mean, you're getting insanely tall, but narrow screens. Um, what's the, what's the new one? Uh, and the Z flip is even taller than yeah. that. I want to say it's 21 by nine or something like that. I mean, it's it's getting to the point where like this is we can't go any further with this like because it's going to be ridiculous looking you just keep making the phone taller and not wider along central with it. phone yeah 
There you go. That that weird stick thing. Oh, whoops. They went out of business. Whoopsie. Yeah. Um, anyway, so the reason I point all of that out is that this device uh, came in at like 19, I think it was 19 by 9 is what I did the, the ratio on it. It's a 1080p plus, so it's it's 1080p on the short side, um, but width-wise, instead of being 1920, like a normal 1080p monitor would be, it's like 2248 or something like that. Um, I'm trying to look to see what did I write. What what did oh, there I, it is. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was right. 1080 by 2248. How do you remember these things, bro? I don't know. Um, and so here's the weird part: um, when you list displays. Um, if it's a laptop or tablet, usually those displays get listed as width and then height. So if we were talking about 1080 display, we say it's a 1920 by 1080 display. This was listed the other way. So it's listed as a 1080 by 2248, which tells me its primary setup is in portrait mode. Um, the only other thing we've seen done like that are a couple tablets, a couple of smaller 10 inch mm-hmm. tablets that are listed that way too, because that's their primary setup is orientation is, is vertical yeah. mm-hmm. um so yeah it raised a bunch of questions and there are no real good answers to that because if this was a six inch um 16 by 9 panel you know we could be like hey this is what came with the testing chip so same you know snapdragon 7c comes along with a little you know testing board and a screen here you go so you can start testing okay that's that's feasible enough the problem with that logic is the 7180 uh, or the Snapdragon 7C is built for, it's a, they, they call them the compute chips. So these chips are built for laptops. That's what Qualcomm's making them for. They're not making them for phones, they're making them for laptops. So why would Qualcomm send out a developer kit with a, a phone screen? And why would they send one with a phone screen of that orientation? If you're going to do a little screen, because hey, we don't, we don't want to send a big old screen, we want to send a small screen. Oh, okay, that's fine. Why would you send a screen that, if, if if we were to put a 21 or a 20 by 9 panel on a laptop, it would look insanely ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. Like, people get upset about 16 by 9 screens already. Like, oh, I want my screen to be taller. I mean, this would be chopping off hundreds of pixels off the top of a 1080p screen. It would look ridiculous. Um, so, again, why would Qualcomm send that? So, they're adding this screen not because this is part of a developer kit. There's no way. So, Why? Would you add this? Why would you be? Why would you bother testing with this screen? And yeah. I mean, I, nobody I've talked to has any like. Oh well, here's here's probably <laughs> yeah. what they're doing. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, um, does that mean there's going to be a Chrome phone? No, um, it doesn't. But it doesn't also doesn't mean that there won't be, or that they wouldn't even think about it. The, or the, who knows? The, I don't the know. Pieces are all there. You know, they really it's, are. Uh, I mean, like like there's no dialer in Chrome mm-hmm. OS, but I mean. How Google's, hard would that Google's be? Google's been building dialers for Google. Android for a long time. It's not like it would look be at really what, difficult. Look at, look at what all you can do with Google Voice right now. I mean, they've been right. They've been growing that. It was so weird. Like I thought Google Voice was gone, and then like it's it's back, and so it's very it's enterprisey. Kind of like its own little thing now, and yeah, it's weird. And and so I, I mean, how hard would it be? I mean, it wouldn't be that hard to to integrate some sort of Google Voice type dialer right you know and and here's the thing like when you start thinking about it if you if you allow yourself to go there and go okay let's imagine let's imagine they do it they they build this it doesn't become that hard to imagine something working pretty easily um 
The, the Pixel Launcher, obviously, Google keeps for their Pixel phones. It would not be a big deal for them. It's an APK. Um, mm-hmm. la- there are tons of launchers uh, mm-hmm. that you can install. So, okay, they install the, the Google Launcher as an APK. It, it can run fine because we can run the Android framework. No big deal. Um, files get shared between Android and everything just fine. It's not like there's... When this all first launched, no, it was like, was well, that doesn't work, some, and this doesn't connect to this. Some weird walls in between things. All that's, not, all not that's the out of the way. Yeah. Um, so you pick up your phone, and when you unlock it, um, again, they'd have to add some things. So they'd have to tweak their lock screen to add some stuff. Um, they already have fingerprint scanning available, so mm-hmm. make this phone have a fingerprint scanner. Don't worry about anything else. Um, cool. Fingerprint scanner works. That's already built into Chrome OS. Yep. You pattern, log, you, pattern you, or something or pen. It, it's set to the home screen right now. If you try to install a, a launcher, like on Chrome OS, you, it won't let you set it as the default home. You can open them and you can mess around with launchers on Chrome OS. You just can't force it to be the default. That's an easy switch. Mm-hmm. You make that the default home thing. Uh, so that takes care of your home screens, widgets and all that stuff would act just like an Android phone. When you click on an Android app, it's going to open full screen not a big deal um, that's what that's what they do uh, by default in tablet mode on chrome os they're going to dynamically see the the screen resolution and adjust the app yep. to that so you'll just get the regular android version yeah. that you get on your phone and with android working or with chrome os now having on the tablet mode the whole swipe up it's had, there's a bar at the bottom swipe up gestures go home all that kind of stuff that the multitasking would be a little different um, but not crazy different uh, from what an Android phone has. The only thing that they would have to, I think have to spend some real time on would be the notification shade. And, yeah. and you know, so like getting that, you wouldn't be able to take this desktop notification thing and take it over to a, a, a yeah. handheld. You'd have to do something else. Your notifications are, are uh, essentially would need to be swapped. So on, on Chrome OS right now, if you type your settings, your notifications are getting stacked up to, on top of it. Right. Like so you, you need to, to reverse that. it. So where you're, I mean, it's essentially what Android does. You know, you get all your sweatings, settings in a swipe down and then your, yeah. your notifications are there. So, so probably not that big of a reach right? for, for them to change that uh, for a phone usage. And, and again, they don't have to stick to Android UI. Yeah. It doesn't have to look like it. It they could be, it its, could own be thing. its own thing. Yeah, as long as it's intuitive. It's Chrome phone. Yeah. And so maybe you swipe in from the bottom. Sure. Or, or I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, we're making stuff up here. And so uh, you obviously have like the, there are things that are weird, like the Chrome OS camera is okay. Um, but again, you have Google camera and it, and Chrome OS supports it like the, the Android app. So you, you make that the default on this device. It's that all the pieces are already there. It's about setting some defaults and, you know, moving some things around, but that, overall phone experience could be there and somebody pointed out on twitter it was brandon law um, and he would be normally one that would just be like dude look <laughs> not gonna I, happen there's no way that like look at you forgot <laughs> to look at this thing you yeah. know brandon was one of the early people that helped us learn how to move around the repositories and see what was in there and uh, you know when i saw him comment on that i was like uh, he's gonna clearly be like here's why this isn't a thing and, and i wasn't even in the post i was again i've been defeated on this so many times i'm like there's no way this is gonna be a phone but this is weird um, and he was like, yeah, it, this is weird, but imagine what it would be like. And he started talking about it. I'm like, okay, so you don't see any reason to look at this and go, there's no way. Um, and he's like, you know, how awesome would that be? A phone that gets updates for eight years, you know, like a Chromebook and that has auto security in it and everything sandboxed. Like all the pieces are technically there for this to be a thing. Um, and it would be Google's way. Like there haven't been reports lately of it, but there's always been 
rumors and stuff that Google wants a way out of the Android game. Android, yeah. And let's be honest, Pixel phones aren't doing it. I mean, they're not. They're great phones. I love them. They don't. They're just not selling. But if Google comes out and releases a a, a Chrome OS phone that because we haven't got to the second part of how awesome this would be, the minute you plug a USB C and drop it in a dock, um, full desktop. Yeah, I mean it's with no frills. It's not a weird like Dex kind of thing. This is Chrome OS here. It would and be so, full Chrome OS. Yeah, the I power's mean, there. I mean, you know, these chips can can oh, clearly yeah. do it. Um, yeah. um, so yeah, it's all it's, there. Yeah. It's, it's weird, man. This is, you know, what's funny is I wish that we had started doing this style of podcast earlier. We couldn't because it was just time. We didn't have enough time and we were doing yeah. Chroma Box as a side project. And so trying to do a podcast at night, everybody was trying to get to their kids and do this. It just didn't work. But I specifically remember we stood right over here and had a in-depth conversation about what a Chrome OS phone would be like. And we talked about dialers. And we talked about all this stuff. That was like two years ago. Maybe yeah. longer. And and the stuff wasn't like... The funny thing is it was it was much farther of a reach at that point. Right. Like, we, well, we they were really do have to fix you we know, that Android part. And they've had to fix this. And, and I'm like, they really... I mean, rearranging some stuff? Sure. Yeah. Fixing things? No. Not really. Not at this point. Some I UI mean, changes, for sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. And really just with the notification shade. Mm-hmm. Um how that would work, yeah. Yeah, but other than that, we've like, we've and we've talked about this. I think we've talked about it on the podcast. You strip everything out of your phone. Take your Android phone that you have. You strip away the 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 pieces. What is left? Right, it's all apps. Right? What is, is there, it? Is what what is your phone? <laughs> just <laughs> you know? there to serve up my apps. And what the does web. what does Android actually do? It gives you a UI for getting notifications and. It lets you make phone calls, and it gives you a launcher. Everything yep. else now, I mean, messages and everything is all an app. It's yep. all an Android app. It's all through. Yeah, and, it's and all Android through Play Store. Ultimately, is the platform for those apps to run in. I mean, obviously, sure. But, but Chrome OS, Chrome can, OS can, can run that. them. Too. Yeah, yeah. And so, dude, it's uh, it's it's <laughs> realistic. It, and what's funny is like it. it's it's odd because there there was a post by Dieter. Um, over at the verge and he was talking specifically about like as a society and stuff like what we've decided is the way we're going to deal with our data is the cloud. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not going to worry about all my stuff on my phone so that it's always with me. You know, it's we've chosen like Google drive or Dropbox or email or whatever, you know, the cloud is the way that all my stuff's accessible and Chrome OS makes a great use of that. Like the fact that I can pick up any Chromebook and be up and working in minutes is awesome and it, it's clearly google saying yeah this is this is how we see you know your ability to keep your data with you i think a chrome phone doesn't undo that logic no it's not no, like no, no, no. oh well now i'm going to store all of my stuff in this phone so it's with me all the time i would still leverage the cloud it's just now you could have an operating system that has very little overhead um is super secure can do a lot of things on the desktop and now it's just one less device I have it's, to carry it's, around. It's it's on and it and it's and it's the same device setup and same device um, UI. Well, not necessarily UI, but it's the same operating system on everything. Rather right. than having my phone that's Android, 
my tablet that's Android or even right. like a small, you know, Chrome OS tablet. And then I have my full kind of like desktop, laptop, mm-hmm. you know, Chrome OS setup. Uh, they could just all be one. Yeah. And it wouldn't be that for the purpose of like carrying files around. It's not like everything mm-hmm. I have lives and breathes on this phone. No, still I mean, I leverage can, the cloud 100%. You know, I do, I do all of our uh, Instagram posts and I use Google Drive for all of that. Yeah, drive I, I, photos yeah i mean it's yeah. all it's all handled up in the cloud and i can access it on multiple devices and edit you know on the pixel slate and then pull it up on my phone and post it and whatever so man it's a it's an interesting time to be alive and i think that i think that from a really big picture uh you know five thousand foot view of this um there have been reviewers, and we've discussed this. Uh, I think Marquez Brownlee put out a video recently talking about have we reached peak smartphone? Like technology evolves, and there are breakthroughs, and there are huge things that shift technology. Um, but the version, if you look at it kind of from a big picture, the version of smartphone that we're using now is so iterative. Like oh, the, gosh, the, yeah. the phones that the things that we're doing, the new things that we're doing on phones aren't really that new. They're not really, I mean, the iPhone came out and it was, it was a game changer, right? I mean, I'm, we've talked about Palm before. I mean, Palm was way ahead of its time. Right. Um, you know, and, and then all these Android start, phones started coming out and, and, and now it's like the, 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 the updates on each phone are just so, so small i mean i know we're getting folding stuff and that's maybe one path forward but again if you had some sort of chromo s phone it's folding so you fold it up it's your phone it's your dialer and then you flip it up into your tablet and then you dock it for your for your computer setup or you use it kind of as a you know compute uh you you have a maybe a case that comes with it that has the keyboard right. that you can pull out or it's just bluetooth you know or at your desk you just have your setup there and you plop your foldable up there and whoop there it is yep i mean there's there's a ton of use cases you could start thinking through with this it's wild uh, that would be awesome i mean just really awesome and when you're thinking about people on the go again like you know a lot i haven't made this very public but a lot of people didn't realize i switched to the pixel 3a xl for like a month Mm -hmm. a little over a month kind of almost as an experiment you know and leverage t-mobile's jump on demand thing and you know kind of was ready to get back to the pixel 4 xl it went on sale and so i jumped back over to it and i just got back on it uh, yesterday Mm -hmm. and it it was so interesting to me like i got the phone back i signed in you know log back into a couple things you know you log back into your social media or whatever and i'm up and running like i'm fully on my phone i fully leverage cloud stuff i don't i mean i download apps obviously that i'm going to use but those auto downloaded as soon as i logged in got on wi-fi you know did all that setup for me in the background it set up my home screens and all that kind of stuff because everything is attached to that cloud account, and I didn't I didn't spend very long resetting my phone up. Whereas used to, if you went and got a new phone, it was like a whole half day thing. Like you spent all this time doing all this stuff and transferring files, and none of that stuff's local. Like I, this phone could fall in the toilet, and I'll just go get another one and sign in and go after what I'm doing. The most headache thing I have of changing phones right now is WhatsApp. Because it'll, you can set it to up. I think back up like twice a day, maybe or something, you know. And so I don't want to be missing parts of those conversations. Um, but other than that, there's there's nothing that I have to manually deal with on a file basis. And so it, it, I don't know, it just hit me like 
the idea of uh, an all-in-one phone, like I, I love the idea of a foldable, um, like the Samsung Galaxy Fold, you know, being this thing that's a phone, folds open to a small tablet, docks down for a workstation, like to be this one device. And we've always been after that thing. Like we always want that thing. So instead of carrying a, a phone, a tablet, and a laptop, I just carry this one thing and it's got some attachments that go with it and it has nothing to do with local file storage. It has nothing to do with this being my one place to get all my stuff. It has everything to do with it being the convenient one-stop shop for my hardware. And for whatever reason, that's so compelling. Um, and, and even to this day, it's still compelling um, to think about something that could do that. And maybe, who knows, maybe if it, if it came out, I'd be let down by it. You know, I, I would think, oh, this is, this was a stupid thing to think about. Um, ultimately, what we have is great, and there, there's no need for this. But, but just there's something the compelling option. about yeah, it. Yeah, just to have the option would be um, cool. And, and it's compelling to think about Google moving in a different direction with its own operating system, not with Android that it has to share with other people. Like, Google could make something super unique here. I mean, that, that nobody else has. Um, that others have tried, like, bolted on solutions, and this would be from the ground up a, a really good all-in-one thing you know i don't know it's it's compelling for sure but again I, i've been uh wrong about this so many times like it's just kind of like eh, it's probably not going to be a thing but i'm keeping my eye on on old bubs to see old what happens bubs. To see what happens see with what, this because what happens with little bubs know. Alrighty, so switching gears here um let's let's answer a couple quick questions that we got on twitter if you are interested in sending us a question, uh, go onto Twitter and use hashtag the Chromecast. A couple of people have asked us if we have a separate social account or anything for the for the podcast. At this point, we do not. Um, as it keeps growing, if we feel like we need to silo this content and kind of talk about it separately, we will. But for now, it's all just through our main account. So just use the hashtag, and that's how we can uh, can find. Uh, your questions. So the first one we've got here, um, we've got two questions we're going to talk about today, and they both kind of tie together, and so we're kind of going to answer them together. Um, but uh, Bo Kelly, who uh, who let us know how to pronounce his name, he said you you might be more familiar with just B O Bo or B E A U Bo. So uh, thanks for sending us another question, Bo. And uh, Bo said. What's one dream software or hardware feature that each of you hope uh, is added to Chrome OS slash Chromebooks in the next year? Um, and then uh, Matt Herman uh, at uh, M H E R Her so M Herman ninety five said, uh, "You guys talk about Chromebooks all the time. You've mentioned CTL Chromeboxes. What do you think is the future for Chromeboxes?" So. Robbie, we were just we were just kind of talking about this briefly, and I think that uh, your answer is basically the same for both. And I'll, I'll talk about my answer here in a second. But yeah, um, I, I don't know if I would say it's a dream feature, but you know, something I can't wait to see is uh, GPU support, uh, like full on. We're we're tracking some stuff like that, some internal GPU support. But I'm hoping that also leads to external GPU support as well, because uh, we've also talked about um, Google being pretty upfront, they're working with valve to make steam work mm -hmm. really well with, uh, via Linux. So there's all that stuff tied together. Like we need GPU support, uh, to be good. And we need to see some Chromebooks, <clears throat> excuse me, with, with discrete GPUs. And we're seeing those getting developed and 
who knows? We probably will see a couple of them. <clears throat> Robbie's and losing his voice. I was going to say, like, where's it going? Much. Um, we'll probably see a couple of them, I would think, by the end of 2020. Um, and then there's really no reason, especially with some of these new baseboards that support Thunderbolt, uh, Thunderbolt 3, for us not to be able to use external GPUs as well. There hasn't been a reason to need them up until this point, but right. uh, as we're, we're talking about video editing uh, in Linux, um, hopefully, you know, one day Adobe will release Premiere Rush for Chromebooks. Uh, and then we're talking about, you know, gaming with Steam uh, via uh, uh, Linux apps. Like all of those things could benefit from GPU support. So I think that's why they're working on it. So it's both my, like, hopeful hardware thing uh and also i think what could be really next for chromeboxes right because chromeboxes in general are just you know it's it's a board and on all your internals and everything else is up to you so that's why we don't review them that often because they're hard little things to review so it's like cool it's a processor it's ram and kinda, storage in a box kind of just do their own thing you know? yeah so you customize them and you're you're um the external there there aren't uh, screens and keyboards, keyboards. And, they don't have to worry about all that stuff because mm-hmm. it's whatever you bring to the table it's build is honestly kind of it doesn't matter like, oh, they're all kind of the same it's, it's <laughs> slap to the back of your you know monitor it's gonna exactly. sit on your desk like None of those things matter, to, you know, and and the boards on the inside are all the same boards, so they just have a different little shell on them. So it's kind of the same device over and over again. Right. Having external GPU support where you Would could be, go buy like this beast NVIDIA yeah, dude. thing and and hook it in the side, and then launch a Steam game and and rock it on your Chromebook. Yeah, that's that's pretty intriguing. So, uh, yeah, GPU is the answer to me uh, for both of those things. Yeah, I think I think for me. Um, I 100% agree with that, and I, I'll talk about that in a second. But one other just kind of random thing, uh, I'm really excited for this Lenovo um, Duet Chromebook. Mm-hmm. And I think that it could usher in just a new use case for Chrome OS, for me at least. I mean, to be able to have this little small device that I can use around the house and I can more easily consume content on, whether I'm reading the news or propping it up to watch, you know, Netflix or something. I can take it to meetings. I can be super productive there. And then I can also come to the office and just dock it and have a dope Chrome OS setup right here with my big Acer monitor and a keyboard Mm -hmm. mouse. So it's like, I think those are for me kind of like the next hardware uh, Chrome OS thing that I'm probably most excited about. Um, and then maybe seeing some some other, you know, we've we've gotten this little Surface Go over here. Like even that size could be really fun with Chrome OS. I mean, because that one, or I guess the Duet's it's, it's technically close. about so the, the duets, same. Yeah, it's a 16 by 10 right. screen, 10.1 inch. Uh, that's a 3 by 2, But just like 10. the 1 form inch. factor of that thing is interesting. Yeah, and a little like, quick on the go. Yeah, just like having, having some different options like that for Chrome OS I think will be really fun. Um, and then to kind of tag along with what you were talking about with uh, uh, GPU support, uh, I have long wanted badly to edit video on a Chromebook. And I mean, if you've listened to this podcast, you've probably heard me say we edit all of our video on a MacBook Pro. It's a freaking maxed out, expensive 2016, uh, 17, 18, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. remember. Yeah, uh, doesn't matter. Whatever. It's a, a pretty beast uh, machine, and it has upgraded graphics card and discrete GPU, all this stuff. And for us, that's what we have to do if we want to put out 4K video. And we have projects that are hundreds of gigs large. Um, so 
to be able to do maybe not all of my video editing, but maybe some of my video editing. We, we do a lot of these little short videos that we put out for YouTube members. And to be able to edit all those on a Chromebook would just be so much fun. Um, if we get to the point where we can have some of these external GPUs, and maybe if you know uh, Thunderbolt 3 and all these different things that are going on with connectivity um, or peripherals and ports, I mean... Um, I think like you could maybe get to the point where you do all of your editing from a Chromebook. If oh, sure. if if there's the proper apps and then if there's the hardware, I mean whether it's internal ex, you know, internal GPU, external GPU and you know, these these uh, better graphics cards and stuff like if we could get to that point, I think it would just be a I think it would be a a, a I don't I don't know that it would be a huge game changer for the market for everyone that does video editing. But it would no. be super cool. Like, there's so many people out there that could do some basic video editing, and then there's a lot of YouTubers and people like that that could do everything on a Chromebook. Yeah, I think there's there's something unique about uh, Chrome OS and how lightweight it is and how versatile it is and affordable and easy to get into and out of the way. You know, there's just not all this overhead and all this other junk to deal with. And so it helps. I think it boosts productivity because of those things. You're not stuck in half-day update loops um when you need to wipe it or add another user it's not a headache I mean, even just, the, the the mac dude updating this thing well if you can, if you update to the the newest version of the os like dude it, it'll take it'll take all day yeah and then, so like there's those little things that are beneficial and mm -hmm. so while i don't think that chrome os is going to be like at any time soon going to be the the os people go to for video editing um I think it could be the one a lot of people do mm -hmm. uh, with a, a tool, something like Adobe the Premiere general Rush. Pub, like the general public who just wants to get, you know, some family videos edited together. Or, or even basic YouTube stuff. Yeah, or I mean, YouTube stuff or, you know, something for school or something for work. I mean, right. social content. And I and mean, some of this could gosh. be like there's there's some of these great video editors for Linux that get no spotlight because Linux just doesn't get that kind of attention. And you add you know, proper GPU support, keep making Linux apps way more accessible. And you make, and some of these developers that build these, these apps could say, Oh man, there's a whole new market of people that we could market to. As long as we make this thing, we package this thing up the right way for Chrome OS. Now it's a matter of, Hey, come by our, our store, you know, purchase this for 50 bucks or a hundred dollars and you have pro level editing. And Oh, by the way, you have a Chromebook that has a GPU so it can handle all this. And, click this button, it's going to prompt the install via, I mean, I've done it, like installing Steams this way. I download it, I double-click the, the Debian file, it runs a script, and it's done. Like, I'm, I don't type any code in or anything, it just does it. And so they can, but they have to decide to package their app in such a way where it's simple and easy. Um, but that's a matter of, you know, Chrome OS getting these final couple bits in place and saying, hey, like this is a... a place where your app can thrive this is a whole nother set of users that don't have anything and they they're desperately wanting a good video editor and someone coming up and saying well yeah we want to be Here that um and why adobe is taking so long to be that from the android perspective yeah. i i don't understand at all like it but adobe also serves windows and mac and so they may not be as um um incentivized to mm -hmm. make sure you get it out the door. Whereas one of these app developers for one of these, uh, you know, Kden live or light Lightworks, I think is the one of the yeah. big ones, you know, that, that runs on Linux that 
maybe doesn't have as big of a following. It's like, hey, or, you could show up and be the only one here, and or even, everyone will will install this. Or even DaVinci Resolve, which is a huge pro. I mean, Hollywood level editing software, nonlinear video editing software that is just like super robust. And they have a Linux version. You just yep. we, we can't we can't ever get it to up you know get it installed and get it up and running. So, man, it's a uh, that's that's my thing. If I can uh, edit some video on a Chromebook, that'd be great. And these these online things, I know, man. Every time I post about it, we video will comment back and be like, "But you can edit. We, we are that. We are that." <sighs> no, I'm sorry. No, it's not. just not. It's not the same. Um, to to have to upload every single file to the cloud to then edit, it's it's just not a it's not a workflow that's going to work for most people. No, unfortunately. And that's uh, the thing. Like even with progressive web apps, like that can work with local files now. Like okay, we'll bundle your editor right. into a progressive web app with you know service workers and all that stuff, so that it can use local files. And let me download and install, quote unquote, install that. PWA so that I can use right. local files without having to upload yep. gigs of stuff yep. to the cloud before I can even get started yep. working. So if you're listening, we video, there you progressive go. Do web that. app, do that. Or, I mean, there's other ones out there. I mean, there's other, there's other online, you know, web video editors. So I think, I think that could be something really cool this year. I think uh, Adobe Rush from everything that we've heard from inside sources, it's it's ready basically. Like they could turn it on tomorrow. Yep. So I don't know what's going on. Uh, if someone from Adobe is listening, please uh, send us an anonymous tip. Yeah, info that'd be great. at info at chromeunbox.com. Yeah. So, uh, folks, thanks so much for listening. We're gonna wrap this thing up. Um, we have some more work to do, and we're running out of time. So <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna wrap up the podcast today. And uh, thanks as always to all of you all for listening. We will be back next week, and we'll see you then. Thanks. Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.